Hey, hey, everybody. You're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 21. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. I would love to know, are you more enjoying the podcast or are you enjoying watching it on YouTube? I hope you're gonna say YouTube because so many of you reached out to me and uh, I just want you to know that I appreciate that. I appreciate all the tags, all the messages, all the kind words that you guys are sharing just about being able to see me watch this live. You're gonna get a little bit more behind the scenes action uh, and you're probably gonna be able to enjoy some of the mistakes that I make. So uh, like always, uh, sit back, buckle up and and brace for impact. We have uh, been exploding here behind the scenes. And so I'm super excited about so many different things that we're going to be bringing to you, uh, more information, more content, more fire. So as always, I just ask that you pay the fee. If you find any value in exactly what it is that we're bringing to the table, uh, I want you to share it. I want you to tag a friend. I want you to tag me on social media. Leave me a five-star review. I think that the whole intent of all of this is really just to create a community where I help empower people. I want to help develop, uh, help women develop that voice on the inside of them. I remember uh, four years ago, just being somebody that was so paralyzed to color outside the line, so paralyzed to not be this duck that waddles in a row that does whatever society or whatever somebody in my life uh, tells me to do. And I just didn't want to be confined to those walls anymore. So if you resonate with that, this is the community for you. I am definitely going to light a fire under you. I'm going to make no apologies about it. So here comes some fireballs. Today, I want to talk about uh, delegation. And so you're going to see the title of this is Leaders Get Things Off Their Plate. Now, I know that I already did an episode on how to say no. This isn't quite the same thing. There's so many exciting things that are going on in the world, right? There's so many things that uh, we can get our hands on. There's so many uh, different hats that we all wear as women. And uh, those are all great things. Those are all great things. And some of us need to wear all these different hats. The problem is, is if we're not getting some of these things off of our plate, um, we still need them to happen. But bottom line is we don't have to be the ones that make them happen. And I'm finding more and more that as women, especially as we start developing our voice, as we start uh, putting ourselves out there and taking that step towards a better future, towards our dream, right? That sometimes we overwhelm ourselves and we really don't even even see it coming. We just start saying yes to everything. And there's nothing wrong with saying yes. There's nothing wrong with saying yes to doing all the things. The problem is, as as you say yes, and as those yeses increase, your no's have to increase as well, right? And so the you're only going to be able to fit so much on your plate before your plate absolutely breaks. You drop it and you crack. Have you felt that? Have you ever felt so overwhelmed? Maybe you're feeling that right now. Maybe you're just like, man, I've got so much on my plate. No wonder, um, you know, my mental health is struggling. No wonder I'm losing motivation. No wonder because I'm bearing the burden of everything in my life. And what I find just from coaching so many women who want to excel in their life, who want to take their life to a whole nother level, is that sometimes it feels shameful or the fear of rejection in asking people for help. And when you dig down deeper, 
in people's lives, I really almost feel like there's no shame and there's no fear of rejection. It really comes down to three things. It comes down for wanting to be in control. Have you ever done that? Have you ever felt like you needed to be so in control just to ensure things get done? That it, maybe it's your intention to ask for help. Maybe you do ask for help, but they don't respond in a timely manner. And then all of a sudden you've like activated your control issues and you just need it to get done. And you're like, gosh, darn it. You know, if I want it done, I guess I'll have to do it myself. And now all of a sudden your control issues are taking over. And once again, you're just overwhelming yourself. What about like narcissism? I think some Sometimes we can all have a little, especially I'm talking about like high level achieving women. I'm talking about ambitious people, right? Because I know you are the ones that are listening to my podcast. You're going somewhere and you're doing something. And sometimes, even though you might not be uh, a narcissist, you might not have a personality disorder. I think sometimes as a high achiever, we can let narcissism creep in and we really do think that our way is the best way. We're not gonna give any respect for any anyone else, anyone else's ideas, that our ideas are the best, our ways are the best, therefore, we're always in control. And there is value in the leader that can lead an organization and that can cast the vision, but it doesn't mean that they're the only ones that are doing all the work. And if you're not careful, you thinking your ideas are always the best um, is really gonna overwhelm you right? And I, I think that I have had to learn how to sit back. And I've honestly, if I'm just going to be really candid, I've had to learn how to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to fireball myself on that one because I've had to learn how to listen more to other leaders, other friends. I've had to learn how to be a student because if I'm positioning myself where I always think I'm right, and I always think my ideas are the best, I will 1000% become my own lid um, because it's all on me and then we'll bear that burden. And the last thing I think, honestly, what can hold us back really is just ego. We're the only ones that can do it. Like how big is our ego when we sit back and we're the only ones that can do this in our life. We're the only ones. We have to be everybody's everything. We have to um, make sure that we're leading every single thing. We have to be the best at every single thing. And if we're the only ones that think that we can do it, are we really a leader? Are we really developing people? And so I know it can be super hard to be able to delegate things or to outsource things. Um, and trust me, this is something that I'm walking through in my own personal life. And so I'm speaking from experience right now. I am someone that struggles having trust with people. Do you struggle having trust issues, okay? And maybe that's because I've been burned in the past. Maybe that's because um, I think that people are out to get me. I I've been so hurt. I, I don't don't even know what really it is, but sometimes it's really, unless I can like see it, I, like when people give me their word, their word is their bond to me because I try to be a person. If I commit to it, I'm going to see it through. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. I've definitely dropped the ball on that. I've had to make like a million apologies, right? But it's something that is very, like it's a value. It's a belief system that I hold very near and dear to me. So when someone else gives me their word, I expect this is where I go wrong. I expect the same uh, work ethic. I expect the same um, commitment level out of them that I would myself. I'm gonna hold people to the same standard and the same bar that I hold myself to. I'm gonna speak to others the same way I speak to myself, right? And I'm, I'm not, whether that's right or wrong, this is just part of my belief system. And so um, what I do know is that there's been so many times where my control, the narcissism, the ego, all of these traits, all of these characteristics can start creeping in if I am not managing them. And I found myself probably 
at the beginning of it, maybe two years ago now, um, two years ago, the end of the tail end of 2018, beginning of 2019, where it was like, I was just saying yes to everything and everyone that asked me for anything. And it wasn't out of ill intent. It wasn't to overwhelm myself. It wasn't to be everything to all people. I, I the, My heart was pure in it. And I have no doubt that your heart is pure in it too. Um, people ask you for favors. You wanna be the person that says yes. Your family needs something. You wanna be the person that says yes. Uh, in your business, at your job, uh, people are demanding things. You wanna be the one that steps up and says yes. And the problem was, is I was doing it at such a de- detrimental rate. And I became a little bit to everybody and no good to anybody. Have you ever heard of that? The jack of all trades, master of none. And I found myself going through a season where I was really exhausted and I had no idea why. And it wasn't until moments where Jason like sat me down and he was like, well, let's look at all the things you have on your plate. Let's look at all the things you're doing. I would be doing things for friends last minute. I would be doing things around my house last minute uh, instead of you know getting the kids to take on higher responsibilities responsibilities. It was just, let's get it done. Um, and, and, you know, people would ask me to coach their team or whatever last minute. Hey, can you step in tonight? I was, yes, absolutely. Because we all like to be needed. We all like to feel important and there's nothing wrong with that. But here's what I know. Leaders delegate. Leaders need to get things off their plate. There has to be a moment where you are releasing control. You're empowering people no matter where you're at in your life. That way you can move forward. That way you do not become your own lid, right? And so I also experienced this. For those of you that don't know, my husband is an ordained minister. He does do a full-time ministry online on YouTube. He has a great uh, page. He even has a Facebook group, Tear Up Your Bible. Yes, I totally just plugged him. And so make sure that you're following that as well. Um, if you're interested in diving into the Bible or if you, you know, like theological discussions. It's going to be a great time. And uh, I know at the beginning of the year coming up, he always puts out a Bible reading plan that you're able to follow. So we spent many, many years in actual full-time ministry on church staff. And I had the honor as well um, at a church that we served at in Michigan of being on full-time staff for about two to three years. And I was the communications director. So I oversaw a lot of what was happening from a first-time guest walking in the church doors to actually getting them to become a member with us all the way, getting them plugged into ministry, helping them discover their gifts. Uh, If you cannot tell, it's also what I do in my business. I love helping people discover their gifts and plugging them in where it's gonna set them up for success. I helped oversee all events that our church ran. Our church was about a thousand members um, and it was a great time. But what I experienced when I stepped into that role is that the system was broken. We had a lot of people that were spread so thin in variety of different ministries. So we would have a woman, for instance, total example sake, let's just say Sally. We would have Sally that was volunteering, you know, for the first service in children's ministry. And in the second service, she sang in the choir. And then on Wednesday nights, she'd be a part of youth ministry. But then on Friday, she'd want to teach a women's class and be a part of the women's ministry. And then once a month, she would, uh, you know, try to volunteer to be an usher and collect the offering. And it sounds amazing. And I think people have amazing intent. Are you like that in your leadership? Are you like that in your home? Are you like that with your friends and family? Are you like that at your career? Are you just wanting to be all things to all people because it's fulfilling? 
Like, let's all be honest right now. It is so fulfilling to know that you're meeting a need, know that you're helping move the mission forward, know that you're helping uh, be such an intricate part in progress. It feels so good. The problem is with Sally is when Sally did this, she didn't realize how detrimental it was to the ministry because the choir didn't just need her to sing in second service. They also needed her in first service. And children's ministry didn't just need her in first service. They actually needed her in second service. And when the student ministry split up, where high school was on one day and and middle school was on another, she had to pick which one was more important to her and therefore now she was split. And to be an usher, well, I needed you to commit to more than once a month. And so here she was, the jack of all trades, master of none. And that sounds so admirable and it makes us feel so good. But what it does at a bird's eye view is it's so detrimental to the ministry because none of us could have relied on her 100%. None of us could have said, oh my gosh, Sally could get this done. I could, we'd have to go through a, oh, well, is she volunteering in the church ministry this Sunday? Is she, is she an usher this Sunday? Is she singing in the choir, Jason? We need to know, you know? And it was just so difficult and it was so complicated. And so I wanna challenge you to start delegating because you cannot be all things to all people. So let's dive in on a human level. How many of you, <laughs> you love being everybody's nurse. You love taking care of everybody. You love being the host for everybody. You love being everybody teacher. You love being everybody's cleaner, right? And you just consistently say yes to all the things and you don't delegate. You don't get anything off your plate. You don't empower people. You don't encourage other people to step up for themselves and fulfill their own thing, you just value being needed. And the problem is there's nothing wrong with being needed. We all want to be needed. I cannot express this enough. We all have this innate desire to be a part of something. We all yearn for community and for knowing that we're accepted and that our our gift matters, right? I know you feel that way too, because I absolutely love that. I love knowing that some of my friends need me. I love knowing in my career that I am needed and that I am valued. I love knowing in the extracurricular things that I have my hands on that I'm valuable. I love knowing that. The problem is, is you're never gonna be able to lead your life if you're so consumed with managing and taking on responsibilities that other people can do, right? But what is it? It's our control issues that come in. Well, they're not gonna take care of her and uh, be able to do that. You know, oh, grandpa needs to go to the doctor's office. Well, my cousin, you know, she's always late and she's always, you know, yelling and she's always this, I'll just do it. No, maybe your cousin, you need to have a conversation with her and say, hey, this is something that you can handle, but you gotta like cut the crap, get your act together. Maybe you need to empower her, right? And sometimes we pick up and we take on all these responsibilities that we really have no business doing and we overwhelm ourselves, and it stops us from leading our ship forward. What about in our household? I cannot tell you how many women, even on a daily and weekly basis that I encounter that are so consumed with managing their house and they're so consumed with making sure they're the ones that's vacuuming, they're the ones that's cleaning, they're the ones that's doing the homework, they're the ones that are this and that. And I wanna challenge you, do you have older kids do, are your kids at least five years old? I mean, I think chores can start at two, three, or four. But what do you need to get off your plate? What can only you do? And what are you allowed to delegate? You've got to start delegating. You've got to start empowering. Well, I just, you know, she doesn't do the best job or he doesn't do the best job whenever they do it. And it frustrates me. So I'll just get it done myself. Sister, I hear you. I hear you. But can you teach them 
And you take four weeks and teach them, do a see, do, teach, let them see you clean, and then you watch them clean and you give them positive constructive criticism about what the expectations are or about your preference, right? Or some of you don't even have a preference. The job just needs to get done. But how can you see, do, teach? That way in the next 30 days, you can get that laundry off your plate. You can get those dishes off your plate, right? You need to start delegating. How do you as a family need to step up? And that's something that even me and Jason have had to walk through. So I was explaining this to a couple of people over the last few weeks that whenever I started in entrepreneurship about four years ago, you know, I value having a clean house. I like being clean. It's something that I got, you know, my mom was always a neat freak. She always liked things really tidy. I remember growing up, uh, she used to clean houses for a little bit. And it was just something that was very important to her. And even though we didn't have a lot of money growing up, she said, we're not gonna be dirty. And that was a belief system that she instilled within me. And so as we started on our entrepreneurship journey, uh, you know, what's the first thing that has to go? Well, it was the house, right? So the kids are home, they're, you know, toys are everywhere, dishes are piled up in the sink. You got science experiments going on on the nightstand. You know, like, I don't know what I ate three nights ago, but there's mold growing in it, right? No. Somebody else, just me. Awesome. <laughs> That's not awkward. Um, and so, you know, you have all of these things and you know, it could be so easy to just want to bear the responsibility of it all. And I was almost there. I was trying to do all the things. I was trying to move my career forward and I was trying to manage a house. And eventually I just couldn't do it all. And I had to go to Jason and I was just like, look, if I want to take my uh, business to the next level, if I need to um, take my mindset to the next level, it's going to require a certain level of commitment. And I'm. it's got to come from a certain area. And I don't want it to come from our marriage. I don't want it to come from me being a mom. So it's got to come from the house and we just need to make a compromise. And so what I realized is that, you know, my husband is not a house cleaner and it can be really easy. And that's a whole nother podcast of having these false expectations. Well, you know, Jason's home. Why isn't he doing it? Why isn't he taking care of the kids? Why isn't he? Well, we had never talked about it. And, you know, my husband's not a babysitter. I'm not talking about normal responsibilities of taking kids. My husband does a phenomenal job, but my husband's not a babysitter. And I'm okay with saying that because some of your husbands aren't a babysitter either, right? Just like, I'm not a homeschool mom. I'm not gonna try to pretend to be something I'm not. I have literally zero desire to teach my kids about education. Like I just do, okay? And so when we uh, had a conversation about it, we compromised. Jason's like, I am not cleaning the whole house. Like that's not what I, that's not why I am home right now. That's not what I am here to do. But I, what is important to you? And what was important to me was having a clean kitchen. I was like, look, the kitchen is a non-negotiable for me. If my kitchen is dirty, I'm not talking about messy. I'm talking about dirty. If my kitchen is dirty, I feel dirty. And I will let people into my home, but not with a disgusting kitchen. Like I can't do it. I can't emotionally do it. And so he was like, okay, deal. And do you know, that was, you know, again, 2018 sometime, he cleans the kitchen every single night. Every single night we run the dishwasher. Every single night he's wiping down the counters. Um, you know, it's not always perfect. There are moments, there are a couple seasons where life gets the best of us and he doesn't do it. But that has been a responsibility of his for over two years now. Because we had a conversation, I had to delegate that. And you wanna know what? I also had to be okay with us eating on uh, paper plates, plastic silverware, 
and all of that stuff. And so there's so much in the home that is important to you, okay? Maybe cooking is important to you. And you're like, man, I'm overwhelmed. I shouldn't be the only one cooking. I wanna challenge you. How can you drive your success? How can you increase your income in a position where you can hire a chef? You'd be shocked how inexpensive hiring a chef is that can prep you know, five to six meals for you throughout the week. You'd be shocked how inexpensive it is to hire a cleaning service. How many of you have cleaning services? You guys- We're talking about a couple hundred dollars a month, depending on what it is you want and the size of the home you have. Okay. And that's something that we've had to evolve to as well um, prior to everything going on in the world, uh, you know, with coronavirus and everything. But we had to. Um, we were we were in a position where it was just like, like things, our life was moving so fast that we needed to outsource things. And we decided to outsource cleaning. And it was the greatest decision. And I, I struggled with it for so much. Why? Because of control issues. Why? Because of ego. Why? Because no one's gonna do it as good as I can. And you wanna know what I realized? Um, they did it better. And so beep, beep, take a seat. They're gonna do it better for you, sis. Yeah, 100%, okay? And so you need to delegate. What about in your business? What do you have in your career, in your business, on your entrepreneurship journey that you need to delegate? There are tasks that you do that you have no business doing. Whenever we wanna go to the next level, okay, we're thinking about we're all ambitious, we're all high achievers, we're all driven, and we wanna go to the next level in our career, we wanna get another promotion, we wanna be able to explode our business, we have to let some things go. <laughs> we have to leave some things at the lower level. Therefore, we can go to the higher level. I know any time that I've wanted to advance my career or explode my business now in entrepreneurship land, I have had to start thinking like a higher level person. If I wanted to be someone that increased my income by a couple thousand dollars, if I wanted to be um, in uh, as a retail manager and I wanted to go from a co-manager to a, the actual store manager, I had to start thinking like the person who had what I wanted. How do they think? What do they do? How do they move? What makes them tick the way that they tick? And I had to start embodying that. And so that meant that, you know what? As a store manager, I'm not talking about being above anything, okay? I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Because I, I almost felt that. I felt that, especially when we hired the cleaning service, I was like, man, I'm probably gonna por- like portray that I am too good for cleaning a toilet. And that, my friend, is not true. You are not above anything. I am not above anything. But what I do know, if I wanna move forward towards my goals, I get to get cleaning toilets off my plate. Amen. And so the same is true in your business. I am not above uh, waking up at 4 a.m., which is what the last store that I was a retail manager for, what they would do, our stock team would wake up at 4 a.m., The mo- by the way, the most important people in the building. They were more important than me. Without stock people, without people uh, getting our inventory, undoing boxes, and putting it in the back, uh, you know, wherever it needed to be, like without them, I don't have a business, right? I don't have a store. So Waking up at 4 a.m. At 4 a.m., we had a group, a half a dozen of people that would show up at the store, that would get the store started, that did not involve your girl, okay? And uh, would get the shipment from the truck. The truck would be delivered at 4 a.m. And they would get the boxes off and open everything up. And I'm not above doing that. But as a retail manager, if that was my responsibility, oh my God, I would be so dead by the end of the night when sales are high because people are off work, right? And so it's so important that 
as you're thinking about your future self and where you want to go, what are the things you need to get off your plate? Now, you know, a couple things that I've done and what I've coached some of my uh, girls who are on their entrepreneurship journey is really just being able to make a list of what are only the things that Ashley Mayfield can do. What are the things that Ashley Mayfield can teach someone and like to help them learn how like what's important to me and how to do it. And then what are the things I have no business doing? Like your girl ain't got zero business doing it, but because of ego, narcissism, and control. I do it, right? And so I cannot tell you how many times in my business I have had to do that. I had to do it when I was a retail manager because it was so easy for me to want to pick up all the responsibilities just to ensure that they were done. And what I did is I robbed lower entry level leaders the opportunity of growth. I made this persona and portrayed that everything had to go through me, that I had to approve all things, that my hand had to touch all things. You guys, that's not leadership. Leadership is put like developing people, empowering people, delegating to people. It's rising people up. It's encouraging people, whether it's your career or your family. Empower your children. Empower your children. What does your family stand for? Well, my family stands for hard workers. As Mayfields, we are hard workers and we will work first. We're also big players, okay? We discipline tough, we love tough, okay? And so it's just who we are and we've adopted that belief system. And so we've had to restructure how we're delegating responsibilities to our kids. We've had to get some things off our plates and start raising up new little Mayfield leaders in the household. <laughs> and Listen, they're not always gonna be happy with it, okay? They don't approach their responsibilities with a smile on their face all the time, but it is our responsibility to raise them up as good humans, amen? That way later in life, they're gonna understand uh, that you work hard and play hard and life's not gonna gobble them up and swallow them alive. And you can do that. And so I wanna challenge you, what are the areas of your life? What are the areas in your specific world? What are the areas with all, think of all the things you have on your plate right now. My friend, you are saying yes to way too many things. And it's it's because they need to get said yes to. These are great things in your life, but there are so many things that you can 1000% delegate. There are so many things that you really can get off your plate. So that's what I want to challenge you to do because what I know is leaders, they be getting things off their plate. So if you found any value, like I said, I'm going to ask that you share this with someone. Make sure that you get in the comments or in the reviews of this, whether you're on Apple or Spotify or whatever, leave me a five-star review. It definitely helps move the show forward. I value it. I appreciate it so much. And if you are not aware, I'm giving away a free coaching call. Many of you know, and like I say all the time, I run a very successful entrepreneurship journey and business. And so I'm going to be giving away a free coaching call. Make sure you go to ashleymayfield.com and uh, you uh, fill out your email. It's going to make you confirm your email, blah, blah, blah. It's going to walk you through everything. And that coaching call is coming up in the next, I want to say it's either October 10th or 15th. I definitely should probably have that information, but on the website, it is going to show you and you'll get all that in the email. So uh, if you're listening to this, you know, October 16th, well, boo-boo, you missed out. You done missed out, okay? I'm sorry, but maybe we'll do another one. And so I love you guys. I'm super pumped up about it, and I hope you are too. Mayfield out. 